Hi there. This is a special preview of an episode that you can only find on patreon.com slash Elwood City Limits. Take a listen, and if you like what you hear, consider supporting us for as little as a dollar a month. We appreciate you listening no matter what, but if you want to hear all kinds of extra content, then patreon.com slash Elwood City Limits is the only place to hear that. Until then, here's a little preview of what that extra content sounds like. Um, this Monster Hunter movie? Um, but anyway, that fight scene basically ends, and then they become friends, they put their differences aside, we've seen it a million times, you know, it's... it's I know, I'm it's... so t- I'm so tired of this. I, I was... I'm still... It's on the tip of my tongue what movie this is cribbing from, other than, well, like, E.T., I guess. Well, but well, there's you... the one with the the, uh, the American and the Japanese uh, soldiers that get stranded on the island. There's Enemy Mine, where it's, yeah. like, the guy and the alien get stranded on the planet. Like, we've seen this a gajillion times. There's numerous TV episodes that, that tackle this. And the fact that, you know, the, the thing that puts their differences aside is she, like, gives him chocolate. It's it's yes. like so stupid. <laughs> it's and it's so rote. It's been done before. It's like every time that you want to do like an episode of a cartoon show that has this plot, it's always here. Take the ch- take it. It's good. Mmm. Yeah, that's called chocolate. And I'm like, are we still doing this? This is this is rough. This is also. I mean, this is kind of looking at this movie with a microscope that it was probably never in. It's like a big stupid video game movie, so take the thing I'm about to say with a grain of salt. But you could also see, you know, looking at it from a critical perspective, you could see that kind of having really strange implications given kind of the American invasion in Iraq and, you know, images of of soldiers invading a community and then giving, like, little kids candy um, and how that was, like, a Mm -hmm. very real thing and that was something that you know, continued to happen in Iraq and Afghanistan and, the, and, and you know, there's a whole essay you could write there uh, about that kind of imagery in the early 2000s and how pervasive it was as, you know, quote-unquote freedom fighters and stuff like that. Um, right. And so to have that also show up in this stupid monster movie that also is kind of uh, American, American military complex propaganda, that, that, that was weird as well. Um, but anyway, so yeah, they put their differences aside and then... Uh, this is where the movie goes into Monster Hunter mode. And for the rest of the movie, it's essentially just replicating the gameplay loop of the Monster Hunter games, uh, but on screen. Um, and like I was saying before, you know, this is probably the most fun that my friend who was a big Monster Hunter fan had because he just got to list all the things that were from Monster Hunter that were happening. He's like, oh, that's like in Monster Hunter. This is like in Monster Hunter. Um, Well, yeah, this uh, this is yeah, this is where we get a lot more of that that sort of thing. Like he's got the big sword, which I believe is what I initially chose when I played Monster Hunter. At one point, Miljovich gets Kratos blades, which I guess are a Monster Hunter weapon. Okay. Because that was that was like oh those are just oh yeah every every weapon the Kratos we did, blades. nobody nobody had like the the flute or whatever there's like a musical weapon that yeah is the, in the Monster the, the, games yeah there's like a guitar or something isn't yeah. there no nobody had that we were we were that was one of our like fun buck bet like is someone gonna have the the guitar or the flute or whatever but uh yeah all the weapons in the movie are from Monster Hunter this is the thing right like if you are someone who is a huge Monster Hunter fan um. Okay, earlier you were talking about, like, the intended audience for this movie. Right. Um, And I think this is where it really breaks down, is that this is a movie for no one. Because (laughs) 
if you are a huge <laughs> Monster Hunter fan and you like seeing Monster Hunter stuff portrayed on screen, you're going to like the last half of this movie where they do all the Monster Hunter stuff and you're going to hate everything they added to it that's not Monster Hunter. Yeah. Uh, and then if you aren't a Monster Hunter fan, you are not going to like any of this movie because it's just like a a fairly bad uh, science fiction action film. Well, and you mentioned that like there's so much time and I had the note too. There's so much wasted time where they're trying to like figure each other out, these two characters. And then once they do, they're just kind of like chumming around and trying to build up this relationship in a way that somehow doesn't build the relationship at all and doesn't make you care like they they take time out to make you care about the characters but somehow like it makes you care less about them I don't know how you managed to do that as a screenwriting feat but great job um they like there's even a part where they it's where they encountered the the flock of Apsaros which are like herbivore type animals and then literally the hunter like does the turning meat on the pike thing which I remember being in the game and I had the note here of true to the game again true to the monster hunter series there is a lot of sitting around and eating and doing nothing (laughs) okay that'll do it for now but we'll see you next time on Elwood City Limits or over on patreon.com slash Elwood City Limits have a great week